Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 3rd, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Never bored. Solutions over sympathy. Innovation over interference. Buying over crying, okay? Don't FOMO on alts. We'll mention some today. This game is not rigged. And yeah, I am offended by selling. Compete, don't complain. And yeah, you guys have some conviction and you made it to the show. I'm doing the one Bitcoin show. I've owed you one for some time. Hello, my elite friends. Best guest in the space I bring you every week on the This Week in Bitcoin show. It's going to be tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, that's Thursday. Super spreading Bitcoin 2022. The Bitcoin uh, 2022 conference we talk about on that. And yes, yeah, 16 Bitcoin make you a millionaire right now. <laughs> 218 Ethereum make you a millionaire. Awesome. It is. A, it's quite a golden age. And I want to thank Scott. Uh, I think he's in Europe. Hoddle Tarantula. Tavel. Tavel. Johnny. We only need $38 for the next one Bitcoin show. I've owed you this one for a while. Scott wants Rocky to be on the next uh, one Bitcoin show. And Rocky... Doesn't want to be on the show. Uh, he uh, doesn't have anything to talk about, he says. But I still want Rocky to be on the show because Scott wants him on the show because I want Rocky to come back on the show. Um, all right. So, and you guys can pick a topic. You can sponsor a show for $100. Send me $100. Tell me a topic for the show. If it's a normal topic, reasonable topic, it can't be like, why is Iota awesome? No. Iota isn't awesome. Pound that like button. Altcoin flavor of the month. You might never even have heard of that. We're going to talk about altcoin. No. So the shows, if you want to sponsor a show for a hundred bucks, it's not going to be about any altcoin. It's going to be about Bitcoin, current events. It could be about beyond Bitcoin. Stuff that we talk about today. If you've been watching my two, over 2,000 shows at disruptmeister.com, you better have a hang of me by now and know, you know what type of show to suggest for me to do. Uh, for for a hundred bucks, but I won't take your a hundred dollars if it's like uh, you know an altcoin. I you know I, we'll we'll approve it beforehand. And I, on a PayPal, I am Adam at TrezorHelp.com. You can email me there. You can do you could do a super chat right now and get us close. Someone just did a super chat. Let's see. Uh, Johnny might have said forty bucks. Boop. Well, I owe you guys a show. I owe you guys a one Bitcoin show. So this show, hopefully, we'll do this in the bed. We'll be done by uh, seven p.m. Dallas time. I'm in Dallas right now, so we got an hour. What's up, strong hands? Hello, Rave Elevator, Johnny NY, everybody, Doug. Yo, that T-shirt is glowing. Yeah, this is an awesome uh, – uh, what's our – Salt Girl made me this custom freaking T-shirt. It is freaking – I love it. I love it. And well, Johnny and Johnny NY just sent 100 Mexican pesos – I'm going to read what you said in a second. Guys, play this at 2X if you want to get through the intro. If you're watching this on tape, we got a lot to cover today. I love this shirt. I love the feel of this shirt. Um, is a, Today in Dallas is the first cold day. Cold day. I mean, I think it's 48 degrees out now. That that I've been, you know, I've been here since October the 19th or October the 18th. Um, 
And we had the all-time high on October 20th, and the internet was freaking out. I talked about this with some of my other shows. Guys, watch the shows that I, I've done interviews uh, lately uh, We just with, with, uh, with my a, a female friend from Australia, from Tasmania. You've actually seen her picture here before. That's linked to below, disruptmeister.com, techbalt.com. Follow me on Twitter at techbalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'm giving you updates all the time. This Bitcoin Meister ecosystem goes way beyond this channel. Don't be an algorithm slave and wait for YouTube to tell you when uh, my videos come out because you'll never see any of my videos. They don't tell you when my videos come out. Um, you know, be proactive, use your brain. If you want to watch the videos, I mean, again, they're all linked to below. They're all at disruptmeister.com. They're uh, tweeted out at techball, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. And so Jenny, Johnny NY said, big ups, Adam, miss you. I mean, again, Johnny, I appreciate that you quote unquote miss me. But that kind of almost is like you're not paying attention. I'm here every week and I know you're good hearted and you think that to me that it kind of annoys me a little bit when you say you miss me because I'm here. I, I haven't gone anywhere. I'm doing exactly what I was doing before. I just don't do a new show every day. I'm on Twitter every single day, all hours of the night. But you say uh, 16 Bitcoin makes you a millionaire today. Um, I have strong hands, baby. I still have all my Bitcoin. Life is uh, darn good. Yes, it is darn good. And again, people, you shouldn't miss me, um, especially if we've never met in person before. You shouldn't miss me uh, because I'm here. I'm in this uh, metaverse. I haven't gone anywhere. And that people miss me in the metaverse shows you that the metaverse is it's a real thing, that people are addicted to, quote unquote, living. You, you should not miss me. You should, if you've never met me in person before, you really, you, you should like my mom should miss me. Okay. I, I haven't seen physically seen my mom is, since uh, right after, right after Yom Kippur, when Yom Kippur ended. Um, and, uh, but she, I mean, again, if she, she, she can be reassured by watching these videos and she doesn't watch these videos anymore. <laughs> All right. Pat, pat that like, Zach Allen said, uh, Bitcoin Meister, where would you rather live, Texas or Florida? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> um, I mean, Dallas is awesome. I didn't know it was going to be that awesome. This awesome. You, you wouldn't know any of the nonsense is going on out there. The, the, the national media is so biased toward the East Coast, and it's the East Coast is so pathetic. Even Baltimore is pathetic, and it's like the the gutter of the East Coast, and there and people are scared there still. Here, you there's there's no uh, no one's scared of anything. Um, it's uh, but where would I rather be, Florida or Texas? <laughs> oh God, I, I'll stick with that. Well, Miami is so Bitcoin friendly. My, Miami, I, I guess. My, my, I, I'll stick with Miami. Uh, but I, I really like Dallas a lot. It's really, the airport's very convenient. Uh, the Southwest airport, love field. But then again, Miami International was very convenient to where I stayed in Miami. Uh, no, that, that might, I, I don't know. It's da Dallas is close. Dallas is, Dallas is close to Miami. It, it, re it really is in, in its awesomeness. I mean, when I run around Dallas, at times, it reminds me of Los Angeles before it went crazy. I mean, there's elite people driving elite cars, sitting outside on the looking at each other. Um, 
there's not the Puerto Rican influence here and the Cuban influence. And I like, I like those influences. Um, so it's, there's somewhat of a more of an elitist culture here, but, but, it, but like the way LA was, um, but they're no, they're no freaks. Like, I mean, I, I love the, uh, I mean, there's, there's signs for at the pawn shop. We'll take your gun. I mean, there's just the pickup trucks here. Are nice. Uh, that's, you know, I see more luxury car dealers here. It's, I mean, I'm right near like a Maserati uh, dealership. Is it Maserati? Uh, Alpha, uh, what, what's it? What's the AM called? Um, what's what's the initials? Uh, that, that, it's, it's, a, it's a British car? I want to say Alpha Romero. Romero. I'm a, it's, uh, what does AM stand for? Um, okay. But Johnny NYU are awesome. I, I, you don't miss me. I mean, but I mean people... No, not Alpha. Aston Martin, baby. Aston Martin, uh, yes. I like that Aston Martin sports car. Um, I, I like it a lot. Uh, when I get back to Baltimore, I'm going to buy a, a cheap car, hopefully, and just drive it around the country. But I would I would buy um, – I, I don't want to drive an Aston Martin around the country, an Aston Martin sports car, because someone's going someone's gonna to try to, you know, key it or something. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not – I want to drive a, a, a car with good fuel mileage around the United States. Um, but in terms of the luxury car I'm going to buy myself uh, one of these days and just have it parked in Baltimore at a relative's house probably so they can drive it instead of me. Um, I like the, I like the Aston Martin. Um, I like Mas Maserati's. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't feel the need. I need a, I need a car. I, I need to have a car when I'm in Baltimore. It, it's, it's come to that, I guess. But I'm not in Baltimore often. What a, uh, but I am intrigued. I, there was a time when I would come on the show and I wasn't very intrigued by cars. And I mean, there was a time in my youth I loved cars. Um, but I saw that I saw the Aston Martin sports car. I was like, that, I want that thing. I think I think that's cool. I think you gotta you gotta live a good. You gotta treat yourself sometimes. Um, and yeah, I can afford um, I can afford a Lamborghini. Obviously, I I don't know if I want a Lamborghini. Um, again, I mean, was it my my brother's gonna drive my Lamborghini? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, that would be fun. I'm sure you'd enjoy that. Uh, uh, all right. All right. We'll get, we'll get to all that Ferrari, whatever. It's obviously, you can see it's not a priority, but it is something. Um, well, first of all, I'm not going to spend big uh, to get a Lamborghini. Now I would have to spend Bitcoin. I would have to spend, and I, I'm not going to do that. That's another reason just getting uh, you know, a $20,000 car driving around the country. I'm really looking forward to driving around the country and just seeing what's going on in different awesome cities, different places people are scared to go to because all the places I go to, I've been flying to are the ones that, you know, everyone's supposedly dying in and everything like Dallas, Miami, Salt Lake city, whatever. And these places are so awesome. They're just, it's just so fun. Um, and so I'm looking forward to giving you two really unique beast on the ground reports from all over the United States. Uh, and I want to remind everyone that on, I think it's, it's later this week. Uh, Watch the This Week in Bitcoin show. The last few have been great, very intellectually elite. We had a professor on from Wyoming. Uh, the last one, we had my buddy Juan Galt on talking about Bitcoin NFTs and rare Pepe's and the, the, the great, uh, what's his face? The Canadian from Toronto. Um, I can't even think of, I'm, I'm drawing blanks on names right now. Yet, I mean, I, I'm, uh, 
sending him DMs all the time. Who am I talking about here? So again, play this at 2x. This is a unique beast show. We'll get to the topics at hand. You got to fast forward sometimes, people, to, to get to that. Um, but Kyle Kemper is putting on his his event in Miami. What, what is it like the 10th, November 10th or something? It's XP expcrypto.io. Watch it. He talks about it. Yeah, it's beyond Bitcoin, but he's a fun guy. It's a fun time. Ken Bozak will be there and stuff. And uh, yeah, Kyle, I do not agree with everything on. Definitely. But he's a good guy. And uh, yeah, he's having his event in Miami. So yeah, I mean, I got to I gotta pick Miami, Miami over Dallas because I mean, they're, they're more uh, crypto, my, my, more, bigger uh, Bitcoin events in, in Miami. I know. I, th- I think Dallas is going to had something once or something. I, I I don't know. I'm not an expert on Dallas. You, you see more Bitcoin. I haven't seen anything Bitcoin related in Dallas. So of course I'm picking Miami over uh, Dallas, Florida over Texas for now. Now the now one thing that is disturbing. The question was Texas over Florida, Florida over Texas. Electorally, it's much more likely that that Florida would go insane than Texas. Okay. Now let's not let's hope that doesn't happen. For now, they've, they've got a great government. Florida has a better governor right now. All right. Um, okay. Let us. Uh, let's uh, move on with with the, with the rest of my show. So I thanked all the people that need to be thanked. <laughs> Thirteen minutes in the show, we're finally getting to to the content. Uh, and and uh, so twenty thirteen. To 2017 cycle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the 2013, we had a, we had an all-time high. In 2017, we had an all-time high. And that $19,600 all-time high from 2017 that people would be like, oh, you bought? You paid that much? $19,600? Wow. Wow. So that, that looks uh, – that's a great deal now. And we are approaching – 210,000 blocks since that exact moment. And so most of you have known for a while that I thought I've been saying in, in you know October of 2021 is 46 months since that all-time high. So I thought we would have another all-time high. I thought I I definitely knew from 210,000 block theory that 210,000 blocks after that uh December 16th, 2017, all-time high, that we would be at a higher number. We knew that. But I also thought that's a you know that's a good time of year that we'll hit another all-time high. And sure enough, October 20th of this year, we hit 66,000, whatever. And I was happy and the internet wasn't working here. I was having some Airbnb issues. Airbnbs are more reliable uh, so far in uh, Miami also, by the way. Pound that like button. Uh, <laughs> well, th- there's another uh, pro to uh, Miami. But I-, I straightened up everything in Dallas. Dallas Airbnbs are sli- slightly cheaper, though, uh, which is good. But uh, you can get a little messed up when you don't. I shouldn't really be cheap with my Airbnbs. There's there's really no point. I try to keep it around $2,000, though. You can go way over that. But, you know, during the... Uh, a year ago, I could get under two thousand. You know, that's the thing. If you locked up, if you were locked up in your house, being a crybaby, being scared, uh, you know, a, a year and a half ago, a year ago, you didn't get all these great deals that I was getting. And people were like, "How do you travel around the country? It's so expensive." It was so freaking cheap. 
a year ago. Now, yeah, the prices have gone up. The, pr- the prices have gone up. But 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 going back, uh, October, we had an all-time high, like I predicted. But what I've realized now, do the math. Do the true math. 210,000 blocks since that moment really won't come until November 15th, about or November 14th. And that's in, uh, uh, by my calculation, okay? We need to get to 700,000, 709,700, okay? 709,700. That will be the block that is 210,000 blocks since uh, the, uh, the all-time high block from 2017 that looks like so little now, 19,600. So yeah, we got about 1,600 blocks to go. And it is, it's funny because November 14th, well, November 12th of 2017, which is four years ago, um, was when everybody was panicking over Bcash. We had a huge Bcash pump because, uh, B2X didn't exist and all the money that was going to buy B2X started buying uh, Bcash. And now Bcash is a complete joke. And everyone thought it was, all these people called it a threat back then. <laughs> but we've had some crazy times in the past around around November the 10th. And those of you who pay any of attention can guess why I can remember November 10th so well. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll never straight up say why. But all right. It's a, it's a day Mel Meister was a very happy one. I know that. Um, you know, how many sons do you get? So, uh, all right, pound that like button. Now, uh, what, what do we have here? What, so, oh, yeah, I, I think I think we, I, I, very, so I very much think that we, we're going to have another all-time high this month. I think we're going to have another all-time high this month. And... I'm going to be conservative here, and I don't think when we get to uh, in, whatever we reach this year, all right, whatever we reach in an all-time, hopefully it's $100,000, um, it, it won't be broken in 2022, all right? So um, I think in 2022, we're going to drop to $60,000, 60000 at the end of 2022, and people are going to be panic-stricken. Oh, my God, we're at 60000 So just remember this video. Remember that 60000 is freaking awesome, dudes. All right. It's all perspective. This is all about patience. Uh, and to get to what's in the title of this uh, video here, the way the market seems to work, it's it's quite funny. You know, if you ever look at the numbers, it gets stuck around six, 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 or, you know, repeated numbers, things kind of, it, it's kind of like a, a puzzle. All right. And I really think the destiny here, is, you know, obviously Bitcoin will get to the six-digit realm. It'll be, you know, $100,000 Bitcoin, $10,000. And I've talked about this before. $10,000 Ethereum, a $5 trillion total market cap, which Bitcoin makes up about 40% of, Ethereum makes up about 20% of. So the Bitcoin-Ethereum combo will be 60% of the total market cap of $5 trillion. And that really does roughly add up to $100,000 Bitcoin. $10,000 Ethereum. Uh, so one Ethereum will be 10% of a Bitcoin. And it's just, those are very easy to remember numbers. 5 trillion, 10%, 100,000, 10,000, 60%. And so the rest of the market will be, uh, you know, 40% of $5 trillion. I mean, 
That's that's two trillion dollars. All right. All other altcoins will make up a true two trillion dollar market cap, including all this craziness that's out there. So there's a little uh, we hit these uh, very round numbers sometimes in the space. And so because part of it is psychology, all this uh, numbers and whatnot out there. So uh, that's in your title. Great question. Thoughts on NFTs? Well, Gummy Bear, Gummy Bears, come on, man. Watch the the last show I did. We did a whole thing on it. Um, Just just watch the This Week at Bitcoin. It's not, well, it's it's Friday's show. It's second one. It says Friday's show. It's in the links below. Monday's show was with the Tasmanian devil from Australia. And again, those who value your wealth in women, she's hot. So you guys can pleasure yourselves and, and look at her or whatever you do. Um, whatever you do with you dudes do with, I mean, because I, it, it's just hilarious. The, what the, the, when I, when I have a woman on the show, all these CUCKs just watch it. They, they don't pay attention. And she's a really interesting character. I mean, I, I met her in, in Australia. Um, she, she's Alex Spetsky's, uh, a close personal friend of Alex Spetsky's to say the least, to say the least. Uh, she, she, uh, founded Amber with him, but your question was, what do I think about NFTs? They're not, they're not even cryptocurrency. They're not competing with Bitcoin at all. But watch the show. Why? And I've talked about it on the last few shows. I think they're going to be huge. I, they're not going away. This metaverse thing is real. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show too, okay? But a good place to start is the previous show. Um, I, I, I don't feel threatened by them at all. Um, I think a lot of people are going to do very well off of them. They're, they're too centralized right now around OpenSea and the metadata has to be, it cannot be hosted. The metadata cannot be hosted on some third party that can be just erased. It has to be on IFPS, um, something that isn't going to, that's something that's decentralized and it's something that's uncensorable. So people are working on that right now, but it's not money. It's not money has not. So Bitcoin is money. Like NFTs can be all these people. Again, there's so many people that are used to living in a fake world now, this metaverse. They're told to stay home, live their whole lives online, and they're happy. So metaverse isn't going away. Young people have spent so much of their lives in this messed up situation. And it's worse, you know, obviously in New York City, Los Angeles, whatever, than in Texas. But and it goes beyond the craziness that we've lived through the last years. It's just a progression. The world has become more digital without all these screaming Karens and all this panic. Of course, kids today are very comfortable living in a digital world. So metaverse is very, very re- real. It is not sinister. It is not a way for Mark Zuckerberg to distract from all the screaming Karens crying about his uh, successful Facebook. And I don't like Facebook. It is a real thing. He is, I mean, Microsoft is getting in. It's not just him in the tech companies that are getting in. It's all of the big ones. Microsoft, Twitter, Facebook. They're all getting into the metaverse, NFTs, whatever you want to call it. It's not going away. It, it, it seems silly on a certain level and certain aspects of it are silly. It's way beyond art. It's not Bitcoin. It's something. And this is going to, it's going to continue to pump the price of Ethereum and, and, and some of these other ones. But 
um, Ethereum is the next Ethereum, dudes. And you could be a Bitcoin fan and, and say that, all right? Bitcoin is sound money. Bitcoin, you know, the people who say that Ethereum is sounder money, Ethereum changes its economic policy. It's, it's, it's not Bitcoin. Bitcoin has the most reliable economic policy in the history of mankind. It doesn't change. It is what it is. Ethereum is, is in the process of changing its economic uh, policy, which is fine. It's a completely different thing. All right. So there we go. I talked about uh, when would you say Bitcoin maturity is? Oh, and guys, you know, keep on doing the super chats. Strong hand says Rave Elevator. Thank you very much. And again, Johnny NY sent 100 Mexican pesos. He says he doesn't miss me. Good. You should have missed me, man. You should have missed me. I'm here. I'm here. If you need, if, if you're lonely, if anyone's ever lonely out there and you need some energy, then watch these videos. There are 2,000 freaking of them out there. How can you miss me in the metaverse? Oh, and Theo Goodman was on the show on last Friday. It was his debut finally on the show. He might have been drinking on that train. It's nothing like his legendary show um, when he was on World Crypto Network and he was so drunk one time. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, but he's been into uh, those uh, pep, uh, those rare peppies for, for a while. And I want to announce on Friday this. So tomorrow we got a show here on this channel. Uh, the, the, this Week in Bitcoin. Cedric will be on. Who else is going to be on tomorrow? Some really good guys. Cedric's never been on my show before. I've been on his show before, and that was a great show. Heavily Armed Crap Clown will return, and Nico will return. So Nico, no doubt, if I bring up NFTs, he's going to go wild on them. So if you want, if you want someone who just totally dislikes, you know, he is a, a he is very. Uh, Nico is a great guy. He defends Bitcoin to the to the end, and he lives in Miami, and he's got that freaking Venezuelan flavor. Again, Dallas does not have that Venezuelan and Cuban and Puerto Ricans. It's got a lot of Mexicans, which lends to the culture. Uh, there's a, a lot of guys working real hard on building that. There's a lot of construction going on here. A lot of guys working real hard. Um, but it's, uh, so you know, it's funny. You know, what's that show with Hank Hill? I don't even know the name of it. But I used to, you know, a few years ago when I would actually watch TV, when I would watch The Simpsons, I mean, we're talking like 15 years ago now, um, Hank Hill would have his show on. And they would have a, a, a Laotian character from Laos. And amazingly enough, there's there's Laotian cuisine just at a number of places. So that was out of reality. There's there's people from Laos in, the da in Texas, in the Dallas area. And you can see their cuisine and culture here. And there's obviously Vietnamese. Uh, Tai Zen grew up in Dallas. And... Um, <laughs> He, he lived in the quote-unquote ghetto of Dallas because he was an Im immigrant from uh, after the war and he got into trouble. But he turned his life around. Anyone can turn their life around. So, yes, yeah, Cedric will be on the show. And uh, and so Nico will be on. And I, I said the other person, too. Who was the other person? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, and Heavily Armed Clown is really smart. But on Friday – I will be on Thomas's show. I'm going to be on World Crypto Network. Um, the, 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 the original show is the Bitcoin group, which I based my show uh, this week in Bitcoin after. Oh, you know, and that was that. If you don't know Thomas's show, you're going to lose. You're probably going to you probably have a weekend. You're going to lose your Bitcoin. All right. 
That is a must. You have to know who Thomas is. Uh, and that's where Tone Beza, you know, made some great, uh, great shows back in the day with Thomas. And but so and then after Thomas' show, I'm going to be on BTC Benny's show. So I've got a double header on Friday. You're going to see me on two different channels on Friday that aren't this channel. And th- both those guys are great, great Bitcoin OGs. You should know BTC Benny. You should know Thomas. And the great thing about the Bitcoin space is that it has grown so much. And I'm going to talk about this on Benny's show that people have no, all the, all the normies that are in the space, all the 80 percenters who are into uh, a lot of nonsense, they will never know who Thomas, Benny, or I even are, or even who Tone is at this point. That's how big this space has gotten. And that's good. It's good that it's good to have a space that big. We don't need to be known. We're not known because we stick with what we believe in, which is Bitcoin. And Bitcoin, if you're going to call, if you're going to say there's a crypto space out there, who knows? They're, they're all, they're mostly impulsive people who deal, do stuff on Robinhood. Why are they going to know uh, who strong hands are? How they, they don't know what they, they don't know that they're, that about storing a, a Bitcoin on a third party. So how are they going to know about us? Uh, so, and also Tone Vase is, if you follow him on Twitter, which you, you should do, it appears Unconfiscatable is going to return to Las Vegas on uh, March 4th and 5th. And the tickets will go on sale on December 1st or something like that. Um, I don't, I mean, it was on his Twitter feed. I will be there. I, I assume Thomas will be there because, well, um, yeah, I, I will be there. Uh, but but get ready. That's another one you got to go to. But of course, go to, um, and after that, April 6th to 9th, will be, I will be in Miami at the uh, Bitcoin Magazine. And, and those are, there are a lot of great Bitcoiners at Bitcoin Magazine, you know, but all, all the main people there, we were all the people that I just mentioned, BTC, Benny, Adam Meister, Thomas Hunt, Tone Base. We were here long before then. And because of that, I know at least one of us is filthy rich. So I mean, it pays off. It's, you know, I would rather be filthy rich than be a YouTuber. Uh, <laughs> or as I've said it many different ways, many different ways, many different ways. Okay. Now uh, let's go back to, uh, I'm a Bitcoiner. I am a Bitcoiner. I'm not a YouTuber. And uh, all right. But there are some Bitcoiners that have been on YouTube for quite some time that you thought you should follow them on Twitter. And you know, Thomas politically, whoa, is he different than Tone and, and me, uh, to, to, say, to say the least. But you get it also. But still, he, he's a legend. And Tone, Tone on the virus has been, uh, I mean, one of the best out there because he is a person that can admit when he's wrong. When he got back, he was out of the country when all this started, and he was scared at first. Then he saw what was really going on, and he was the complete opposite. No fear, and he keeps speaking his mind. And these people are like, why Why do you speak, Why can't you just talk about trading? He can talk about whatever he wants to. I mean, come, come on. I mean, wh- wh- why are you going to manage? Why are you going to interfere with his life? Manage your own freaking life. You're not in charge of what uh, any of us talk about at all. Now, again, you can sponsor a show here, but if you, if you sponsor a show, it's like, if you say, Hey, Adam, tell me why screaming Karens are awesome. No, you're, you're not going to get that. <laughs> I can't be bribed. <laughs> Neither can tone. I mean, that's, that's the thing. All right. Now let's like, uh, let's get back to the, uh, let's get off the, uh, the, the Bitcoin OG topic. Uh, but no, Bitcoin magazine, you know, Christian, Christian, I got, is one of the biggest guys at Bitcoin magazine. Christian is awesome. He, and 
I introduced him on this channel in January of 2018. He's just a regular guy that came up to me on the internet and said he wanted to hang at the conference we were at in, San Francisco, in uh, South San Francisco. And I, I mean, I got him his start. And that dude, I got first, first time he ever appeared on the show. It's linked to way linked to below. He's done so well. I'm so proud of dudes like that who've made, made various debuts who, and, and weren't, they weren't losers that cried and screamed when Bitcoin was 19,000 and said, Oh, I'm priced out of this. They got in and now they are considered Bitcoin. Christian is considered Bitcoin OG and people are like, you know, the losers out there call him lucky because he was buying at, you know, at levels, 10,000, 8,000, 3,000, whatever he was buying. I don't know everything. Where at a time people were saying, oh, it's too much. It's too much. It's this, that, and the other. So in a sense, they are, he is a Bitcoin OG. It's just, it's so weird that I introduced him. So we are just uber Bitcoin OGs, guys that have been around since 2013, like, like me, Tone, Thomas, Benny. Okay, enough, enough about that. But I've given you some future uh, things to look forward to where I will be involved again with all those guys at Tone's event and then this Friday with at, on BTC Benny's show and on Thomas's show. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. We stay, we stay in touch, dudes. And do I miss them? No, I don't miss them <laughs> because I, I can watch their videos at any time. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll see them. In, I know I'm going to see them in person again. I know I'm going to see all of them in person again. I, I just saw Benny in Miami, uh, whatever. It was in June. All right. I love it when you preach, says Johnny NY. Is it preaching? I mean, I. it's just me being happy. It's me loving freaking life. And it's me going off on wild tangents here that were totally not planned. And again, link to below. You'll see how many we need, how much money we need. Not for the next show, because I owe you a next show already. The one, again, it's the one Bitcoin show that you, that, that all your contributions go to. No matter, Bitcoin Magazine sponsors the uh, This Week in Bitcoin show. And then if you if you guys want me on your channel and interview me, that, that's free. You just set it all up. Um, I, I'll be on your channel. All you got to do is give me a copy. So Thomas's show and Benny's show will be eventually on this channel too if you can't get off your butt and watch their shows on Friday, which they'll be back to back. I think it's Thomas is at, is at, 3 p.m. Eastern, no, 4 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> right? I hope I'm not messing it up. It's at 4 p.m. Eastern, and, and uh, Benny's is at 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, then daylight savings time is this Sunday, so everything changes. Um, everything changes in terms of, well, you, you, anyway. In London, everything's already messed up in terms of time. All right, let's get back to the show. Wow. So last time, I'm finally going to mention it. I've been linking to it below. For those of you who check out the links and are wondering, why the heck do you keep on linking to something by Bitcoin to the moon? Another guy I met in Australia, a great Australian, an Australian who realizes how insane it's gotten down there. And he is selling his digital assets. Um, basically, he's selling the Bitcoin to the moon URL. Uh, so he's got a post about that. It's linked to below. Maybe he'll sell his uh, Twitter feed. Bitcoin to the moon, Bitcoin to the moon.com is a great URL. I know you could, you could do something great with it. I don't know. He, but he wants to have some, I mean, he wants to have a way to get out of Australia, I guess. And it's, it's, you know, maybe he doesn't want that asset anymore. So it's linked to below another guy, Roger posted a video. He's a fan of the show. 
he posted a video. I think it's a song about ugly old goat. It, it's like it's a quick little video. Roger makes Bitcoin videos, song Bitcoin videos. Um, all right, so that's all linked to the, below. There's an article, so I'm going to try to zoom through these topics and get them done in the next 30 minutes. Okay. Woo, man, these are just uh, U.S. I almost skipped one. Let me make sure I'm not skipping anything. We did 210,000 block theory. Yeah, we're one day, no matter what, we're one day closer to an all-time high, people. All right. We're one day closer to an all-time high, as I as I always say. And best guest in the space tomorrow. And keep asking questions and doing the super chat or just typing in Bitcoin Meister. Uh here it is. Happy flation here. US mint to feature five trailblazing women on quarters next year. So th- that that alone right there. It makes money woke. Ooh, wow. Women on quarters. I better stick with the government program and not buy Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin doesn't have any women in it. Bitcoin only has 95% men. Oh, man. I'm going for woke quarters. Fedcoin, they will gladly accept Fedcoin. They will gladly accept that inflation is quote unquote good or it doesn't exist. Happy inflation, whatever you want. Happy inflation. Because of things like this. These are the new, this is what. So many people just want a uh, style over substance. Okay. Ooh, women on quarters. So great. Dollar must be awesome. <laughs> no inflation. If there's a woman on a quarter. All coin flavor of the month. Coindesk has an article, the tragedy of the third coin. <laughs> and they point out that over time, Bitcoin and Ethereum have stuck at the top and that the third coin has rotated and it's like been a curse. Because one gets the third coin, and then it drops. To, you know, Litecoin's been the third coin. All of them's been the third coin, and they they, they cannot surpass Ethereum. Uh, I think there was a moment that that Bcash or did something once, but the rule of the game is this. Um, also, when a, 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 a Meister rule is when the third coin crosses the hundred billion dollar market cap, the the uh, the Hoffman line, then you know you're in a mate, you're in a crypto bubble. Every it's the Bitcoin price is going to drop also, but we're not, we're not there yet. Whatever's the third coin now, what is the third coin? I don't even know what the third coin is, but third coin is another way, you know, tragedy of the third coin. It's just another way of saying altcoin flavor of the month. They come and go. So those of you who buy that third coin, you're, you're probably going to get wrecked in a major way. Um, all right. Now, and you're know, speaking of Do- Dogecoin, value your wealth in Bitcoin also. Dogecoin is down like 70% in terms of Bitcoin uh, since its peak. Um, if you, if you know, it's, it's still doing great fiat wise compared to at, at certain points in its life. But recently, I mean, those of you who jumped, who turned your precious Bitcoin into Doge are not doing very well right now. All right. And uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more, uh, maybe a little later on if we have time, but, mo- but I'll talk about that on Benny's show. Um, Send some topics for tomorrow's This Week in Bitcoin, by the way. I usually make them up at the last freaking second. I mean, that's how up on current events I am. I can just plan the whole thing like two hours beforehand. Now, uh, but I do have to, it is difficult to, you know, arrange the time with all three guests to make sure all all of them can come. Again, tomorrow, 5 p.m. Thursday, This Week in Bitcoin, right here on this very channel. And uh, what is it? Even political admits, people are over it. 
The virus vanishes from the campaign trail. A poll suggests the pandemic is fading as a voter priority. Uh, Virus-related political uh, advertising has fallen off sharply as a result of strategists are advising candidates to uh, shift their focus. So, I mean, it's all it, this, the people are tired of it and that it isn't working anymore just shows you what nonsense it were. It was a political strategy. Now it's a real thing. It's a real virus that people who are out of shape and old can die from. Yeah. But it was a total political strategy and no one's ashamed to even say it's a political strategy anymore. And no, it, you know, yesterday's election in New Jersey and Virginia showed how tired people are of authoritarianism. Um, but still, there's a huge chunk of people who don't want it to be over, who love living in fear, who love someone else making their decisions for them, who love people taking care of them. It's, it's, it's not a small minority of people. And 10% of the population may be hypochondriacs for the rest of their lives and may not even live there, leave their houses very often. Thus, thus, why not make money off the metaverse if you're if you're uh, already making money off of them through Facebook? He's already doing great. Um, you know, Twitter is also already doing great off of all this fear. Um, so, so why not take it to another level? I mean, they're corporations. They're supposed to uh, make money for their shareholders, not their stakeholders. All right. So we're talking about flavors of the month. This Solana thing almost reminds me of 2017 with Decred. You had all these like Silicon Valley types who, you know, who were Bitcoin fans, but like, it's okay to like Decred also. It's all like, I, I just, I just wonder if that's part of the appeal of Solana is like that Decred vibe. And those, the only people who are going to get this are people who were actually around when that, that Decred vibe was going on. Like, it was kind of like this insider altcoin that was okay for Bitcoiners to like and talk about. Dude, it's all right for Bitcoiners to like or, and talk about anything. It's a free fr- freaking country. If you're a true Bitcoiner that controls your private key, you cannot be canceled. But I do I do wonder if this, Sol- this Solana thing's got a kind of a – it has nothing to do with Decred otherwise. It does something completely different. Solana is, is basically there just to uh, do things cheaper uh, involved with you know, you know, NFT type of stuff much cheaper than uh, Ethereum. Is there a use case there? Maybe that I think Ethereum having being very expensive makes some of this NFT stuff much more elite and attracts richer people to the cryptocurrency space. Like people like Snoop Dogg and whoever, they don't care how high the ETH fee is or whatever for their freaking weird uh, NFT art. And, you know, weird is... It's somewhat subjective there, I guess. Um, he, he can like weird stuff. That's okay. I mean, he, he probably thinks this shirt is kind of weird or my hair is kind of weird. I always thought his hair was kind of weird though. Pound that like button. I also thought it was kind of weird that people kind of forget Snoop Dogg's history. He was involved in something uh, something very bad in his youth. <laughs> um, you, you really couldn't be a... Anyway, okay, that, that, that's... Uh, it, it added some, you know, to his early rapping, it, it gave him some stature, the bad thing he was involved with. And it's kind of disgusting that it gave him some stature. All right, you, you can Google it and find out. That was a tangent also. So Mar- we had Tether FUD lately. Market totally ignored it. And cryptocurrency is almost at a $3 trillion market cap. 
Um, but but we're going to get to five trillion people. So this is just sixty uh, percent of the, the way there. Uh, it's it's one day closer to a Bitcoin two trillion dollar market cap. Remember, and Ethereum will get to one trillion dollar. And 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 with the NFT things again, dudes, it's a people want to be branded. It's disgusting. You don't have to want to be. Okay, people want to be branded. It is a virtual tattoo, all right? People want to show off online that they are part of a brand, okay? So if you're a brand out there, you're going to ha- you're going to give these things out for free. Why not expand your brand reach? People love to, you know, people spend tons of money on shirts that just have a little Nike swish on it or uh, Armani or whatever. I don't even know these stupid things. But of course- these uh, screaming Karens that are stuck in the um, metaverse are going to pay thousands of dollars to officially turn their Twitter Twitter avatar into their face with like a Nike swish on it or uh, Armani or wh- whatever the latest thing is or Hillary or Hillary Clinton's brand. Some of these uh, disgusting sociopaths out there will turn themselves into brands, have a- and you know e- either give away their brand likeness so people can uh, brand themselves, tattoo themselves with Hillary Clinton or charge or sell, you know, the, the, the Hillary Clinton uh, NFT to these losers who will, yeah, they are losers. I think that'll pay thousands of dollars to officially display it on meta. People will look, I'm part of the Hillary team and I paid $10,000 for this rare Hillary, uh, Hillary falling down in the woods, uh, <laughs> NFT. All right, okay. Or Hillary twenty twenty eight. Vote for my robot self, NFT. And yeah, so I'll do. If you want to interview me, set it up. Set it up right now, and uh, I'll be on your channel, and then it'll appear on this channel. Um, okay, we'll, we'll skip. Uh, Oh, and I just want to say, I talked about this at the end of of This Week in Bitcoin show from two weeks ago, that Houston Firefighters Pension Fund makes Bitcoin uh, and Ethereum purchases. That is just huge, huge, huge news. It was the first major pension fund in the United States to do so. So I guess that's a Texas over Florida right there. So we're going to see more and more of that. Pension funds buying Bitcoin and, and maybe Ethereum, whatever. We're one day closer to an Ethereum ETF. I mean, that, that's another thing that's that's going to pump the price of Ethereum. But I don't care about Ethereum's price pumping. I care about the inevitable Ethereum, Bitcoin six-digit realm. And yeah, pension funds of all shapes and sizes. Houston is the fourth uh, most populated city in the United States, so that's pretty big news. But all sorts of cities will do it. Also, maybe every city in Florida, in Miami, who knows? Um, so when, when you have this, when we've already gotten to that step in the process – where one pension fund has done it, there's going to be a whole wave of other pension funds. It's inevitable, inevitable. And they've got all sorts of money floating around that they really should distribute, redistribute out of some of the things they have invested in. I mean, I wouldn't want to stick at some of the stocks and and some of the insane uh, financialized crap that they're in. Uh, Rats, I just forgot what I was going to say about... uh, about uh, the financialization and all that. All right, it doesn't matter. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another thing. We talked about, but yeah, everyone, 
I scream conviction all the time. And I, I wish I could have done a show on October 20th. It was just another day when I did get on the internet and I saw that 66,000, just, you know, a smile of conviction on my face that, yeah, of course, I, I always say one day closer to an all-time high. You just need to be patient. It'll come about. And uh, we're going to get another one real, real soon. So it doesn't take too, too much conviction to stick around. To have It's really impulsive if you decide to sell your Bitcoin right now. I mean, that's insane. It's the opposite of conviction with all the statistics that I've just thrown out there. And that we're in, it's so funny. I look back to June when people were, oh, the, the bull market's over. The bull. I mean, I would put it in the freaking title. We are still in a bull market. Clearly. I mean, it, it's part of the conviction that I had. Yes, of course, we're still, it's, it, it was, it followed a 2013 pattern where we had a trough in the middle of the bull market. It's so freaking obvious now that we relived, that it was a 2013 uh, redo and we, 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 we have, I don't think we've reached that, that peak yet. All right. It's November, November 14th might be the magical day. Who knows? Um, all right now. And so, well, all we were having all sorts of great Bitcoin news and, you know, all NFTs were in the news, Ethereum was in, all this stuff was in the news. Okay. And what, what, what was the mainstream media covering? Gabby. Remember Gabby is unfortunate girl who, um, her, 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 ex-boyfriend ended her life. It was horrible. Um, but every day I, I would, it would be everywhere. I, I would try to avoid it. I mean, obviously I, I wasn't looking for the nonsense and that's 80% of the world. That's what people, they, it's an anti-asset. If you knew every single thing about Gabby's freaking life, I mean, it's sad. You, you weren't learning about Bitcoin then. You weren't learning about the, you know, and knowing about NFTs is better than knowing about Gabby. I'm sorry. And knowing about Ethereum is no, because it will lead you to Bitcoin eventually. Knowing about Gabby and all the nonsense that's out there. I mean, that's just an example. Of, I mean, that was peak nonsense for, for, for October. I mean, it was, a, October was Gabby-tober, basically, if you were a normie. Um, because the, the, the media, you know, especially toward the end, they stopped talking about the virus as much and, all right, so never be bored, people. Always be learning. You're bored when you're you, you, you know everything about her, all right, and, and about whatever the flavor of the month, normie, non-thinking, uh, unthinking, whatever topic is. Never be bored. I am never bored. I have so much to do on my uh, to-do list. So much uh, just on these random pieces of paper here. I, I've got stuff, stuff written down. I need to do. Uh, so it's life is freaking awesome. As a Johnny NY had said earlier, uh, actually, so we're going to erase Houston five. Not everything is linked to below. Something is when and if China invades Taiwan, that will probably be a great debt day to buy Bitcoin. It, we, I talk about March 12th and March 13th of 2020 a lot because just everybody panicked because of the virus. And I told you there's a day after tomorrow, I'm buying two Bitcoin for a combined $10,000. And it was a great move. But just there was this overwhelming panic and fear. Now, I don't know if we'll ever get that again in terms of financial panic that could make Bitcoin drop temporarily to something insanely low temporarily. Um, but there, we will have a day where other financial markets are affected by that. Never Say Never Again was a James Bond movie. Pound that like one. Um, so Never Say Never Again in terms of China inv actually invading Taiwan and everyone going crazy. 
But I just want you to realize, if China invades Taiwan, that is terrible. That is horrible. China has, Taiwan is a great place. I love being there. But if that happens, you that, that'll probably be a very great day to buy Bitcoin. A very great day. Because there will be a day after tomorrow. Things will settle out. I don't know how things will settle out. But uh, th- there's a uh, future event that, you know, no, no matter, it will be a good day to buy Bitcoin. If Bitcoin is, <laughs> if Bitcoin is like $80,000 that day, it drops to $80,000 that day, trust me, it'll be a good day to buy Bitcoin because, um, Life, there will be a day after tomorrow, things will get settled out, and there will be some sort of panic. How big the panic will be, I don't know. I don't want there to be, I don't want things like that to happen. I am not a doomer. I am not a destroyer, as so many people are. And that's another thing about NFTs. I don't want them destroyed. I I, 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 I think there's a lot of innovation going on over there. I mean, mind your own business if you don't like it. It's getting people a lot of jobs. And giving them relatively easy jobs, you know, to know about NFTs now and to know how to use um, MetaMask and to do all these things that involve Ethereum and whatever, um, is it better to have those skills in your life than to go to college now? Because those are things you acquire for free. Now, I've talked about the Bitcoin skills you can get, knowing how to send the Bitcoin. Is knowing how to send a Bitcoin better going to college, paying $100,000 to go to college and sit in your mother's basement? You can't You can't even go to real college anymore. Like in person, you have to get a shot or something. Uh, and so, and we, we live in a world now where immigrants do our dirty work. All right? You don't, if you're not an immigrant, if, if you're a legal citizen in the United States of America, and you can hear my voice right now, and you, you've you got I mean, average intelligence at least. You don't have to do a hardworking job anymore. I mean, you can work over the internet, which is becoming the metaverse. And thus, I don't want NFTs destroyed, but it's, it's, it's going to provide a lot of quote-unquote easy jobs that people can do from their homes. They don't have to get injuries. And, you know, and, and if you want to be a, you know, to be a plumber, right now. It's very lucrative, by the way. But I'm not talking about jobs like skilled labor jobs. I'm talking about the immigrants are doing all the grunt construction work now. And you as a person out there, you don't have to do any grunt work anymore. And so there comes a question, in order to get a high paying, relaxing job where you have all the freedom in the world, is it worth it to risk hundreds of thousands of dollars going to college. And we, you know, college age to, if you're in college right now or in high school, learn these skills, start your own business as soon as possible. If you are already in the working world, start, learn these skills and start to try to transition to work for yourself, work for yourself, be your own boss. That's what your early 20s or late teens, no matter where you are, should be about. Get some spare time, never be bored, do stuff from your college and dorm if you're already stuck there. Now, again, if you haven't entered that traditional path yet, I think you're in the best situation. I think you're in the best because you can learn all this stuff right now. Uh, let me see if I explain that the way I wanted to. Um, um, it, but it's, it's never too late to shift to this, can call it metaverse economy or whatever, but 
heck no, I don't want to destroy the metaverse economy. Bitcoin is part of the metaverse economy. And I realize that Bitcoin and NFTs are not the same thing. And that uh, there's going to be a lot of, in this golden age, there's going to be a lot of digital and blockchain-based stuff and all sorts of stuff that is not money. That's just not money. And that is awesome. That is just awesome that, that, that we can live in that world. And I am going to continue to live in the physical world and be outside every single day and do athletic activity and not become addicted to this fake world. But there was a there was a MGTOW out there once. I forgot where he, he, he said, and I've said this on the show before, have some real estate in the attention economy. And the attention economy is the metaverse. It's part of the metaverse. It doesn't hurt to have a YouTube channel, to have a Twitter, to have a Twitter uh, following and all that stuff. You you can, it makes your life better. If you can make, you know, get some money out of your, your, your virtual world, real money, and Bitcoin will be the money of the freaking metaverse. There'll be, there'll be other weird ones out there. But if you're part of, if you can simply be part of the attention economy and make money, wow. What a comfortable lifestyle. And then you make some money, you go out into the real world and drive around the United States, do a cross-country thing. Just combine the two. Use the metaverse to have real life experiences. A lot of people aren't going to do that. They're going to go further down the rabbit hole and their real life will become the metaverse. It's a free world though. Mark Zuckerberg, for all you conspiracy theorists out there who say he's not forcing you to be in the metaverse. He's not forcing you to do this. They all think it's part of some grand conspiracy that everyone's going to. No, it's not. He's giving the option to, to people who want it. You opt into the metaverse. You don't have to have a Facebook account. All these people who cry and scream that want Mark Zuckerberg to do this, that, and the other to Facebook. He's letting you be there on for free. He created this darn thing. I, I, I don't like Facebook at all. You have no, just because you're a stakeholder, you're not a shareholder. All right. And those of you who are getting addicted to fiat checks right now from the government, all right, don't get addicted to it. Turn that stuff into assets, real assets, real Bitcoin. You can get cash any freaking time, all right? All right, you can't get Bitcoin anytime, all right? If you got cash now, turn it into real. Assets are real, okay? Assets are real. Cash, it's not too real, man. It's, uh, it's... You can't create assets out of thin air, all right? You can create that cash out of thin air. You cannot, you can, you can, you can get cash from your assets, all right? Very easily. You, you, have, you have a real asset, someone will loan you based on that asset. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying to do that, but th that's that's a quality, a very valuable quality. So, yeah, oh, look, I, I got, I'm getting $1,000 checks from the government. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, let it sit and, and gain interest. No, don't don't do that. Don't do, don't don't let it sit in the bank. I, I you know get take care of your necessities first. All right. If you haven't, but but get real assets. And I I just forgot what I was going to say about that. Hmm. Um, uh, from the uh, market ticker forum, calling uh, virus jabs a vaccine is like calling Rachel Levine a woman. Yeah, pound that like button. Now, um, all right, so we talked about fiat check. All right, there's so much I meant to get to. Um, 
Okay, we talked about meta. All right. Wow, the, I, I always have a lot to talk about, dudes. You get unique beast stuff here. Retweet this, dudes, so that people who actually treat Twitter the correct way know that the show was out there. But I don't think we have any more questions. I'll give you guys five more minutes to ask questions. Um, it's just I see people saying thanks. Oh, Roger said thanks, Adam. Yeah, Roger's link is below again. Uh, yes, the virus is a new is a religion for people. It's more so government dependence is, is, is a religion for people and politics. Uh, oh, I was going to say my, my saying for NFTs, which I believe is true. There's so many people out there who think, who believe in this redistribution of wealth. And I don't believe, oh, I definitely don't believe in forced redistribution of wealth. And I can't, you know, the true way to redistribute wealth is you have to be proactive. You buy a real asset. You buy Bitcoin. Thus, you now have wealth. And so, yeah, Bitcoin helps, is helping redistribute its wealth. Um, is that is that a selling point for Bitcoin? I mean, don't be envious of other people. It is, you know, you, you shouldn't care. So for me, it isn't a selling point of Bitcoin. But if you get Bitcoin, yeah, your wealth will be redistributed. But there are all these Bitcoiners out there who love the redistribution of wealth aspect and who really use Bitcoin to get back at the man and that it's going to, you know, make Bitcoiners wealthier than those normies. And, I, and again, I don't, I don't care if Bitcoiners are wealthier than them. I, I, I care how well off I am. And Bitcoin has made me very well off. But NFTs... Are, are part of the redistribution of cultural influence. So right now we have a situation where certain cultural beliefs, political beliefs get censored due to third parties. Could you know third parties control a lot of the narrative, uh, and they could promote certain things and kind of squash other things. And the opportunity that NFTs you can create an NFT that culturally is totally counterculture. And if things are set up right, you can distribute it. No one can set up, stop that distribution. No one can stop the displaying of it if it is hosted on a third party that is decentralized. So that's very important. You know, a, a lot of this stuff is being hosted at Open Seas. Open Seas is now like the center of NFT land. No, you're not going to be able to make an anti-Hillary Clinton thing and distribute it to all your friends. All right. But once you're able to do that, that isn't money. That isn't Bitcoin. That's culture. And it's significant. It's a significant evolution in culture where any you're going to be able to create a meme that no one is going to be able to stop. And you're going to be able to educate people and, and spread your beliefs because of this NFT thing. And that is why I think it is, it's not going away. And that you better remember that Adam Meister came up with the saying redistribution of cultural influence. But right now we have a certain way that the, the, the culture is influenced. We have certain major players. This is going to shake it up. You, as a, as a regular dude, will be able to 
create something that is unstoppable, an unstoppable meme through this NFT stuff. And again, that's not Bitcoin. It isn't, it isn't you selling anything. It's just you creating something that's digital, that's going to influence the culture. So I don't know what, what you call that and why anyone would be angry at a Bitcoiner talking about that. So I encourage Bitcoiners to look into that aspect of the redistribution of cultural influence. So someone in the someone at the beginning of the show asked me about my opinion of NFTs. And I, I said the redistribution of cultural influence on the This Week in Bitcoin show. So I hope you really wanted to hear what I had to say about NFTs. And you actually watched the show to the end. You had listening comprehension. And you, you gained something from what I just said there. Um, all right. And yes, that is going to probably be the end of the show here because no one else had any other questions. Oh, I'll leave it with... Uh, I'll leave it with this Michael Krieger tweet. Uh, I like <clears throat> intelligence isn't that rare, nor does it impress me much. Wisdom is rare. Courage is rare. Vision is rare. Conscientious consciousness is rare. Also conscientiousness is rare, I think. But um, those things impress me, he says. And it's a great, it's a great point. There are geniuses out there who have fallen for all, all the nonsense out there. Um, they are very intelligent people and they don't have wisdom. They don't have courage. They're followers. Um, and they don't have vision. A lot of them. All right. They, they fall. You could be a freaking genius and fall into the, uh, the normie trap, be an 80 percenter, just the desire to fit in. Fitting in is overrated, and if you're if you're an average person and you know that, you are better off. You have courage, all right, and you're you're a twenty percenter at that point. I mean, courage during this whole courage has been very rare. It's been a very twenty percenter attribute lately. Um, that I am I am impressed by courage. I am impressed by people who live the conviction lifestyle of fitting in is overrated who have been speaking their mind this entire, uh, you know, since March of uh, 2020. So keep on doing, being a unique beast, people. That's what impresses me, being a true unique beast. So that was a good Michael Krieger, Liberty Blitzkrieg. Been, he's been on the show before. He's been in rare form lately. Follow him on Twitter. Check it every day, every other day. I check it quite often. I treat awesome dudes' Twitter feeds as rare, as web pages. Don't be an algorithm slave and let Twitter serve you up who you're following. Go out there and actually go to their freaking feeds as often as you can. Juan Galt's uh, Rare Peppy World is linked to below, by the way. All right, dudes. Um, let me just check one more time. The show was an hour. We will be back uh, 5 p.m. East Coast time tomorrow for This Week in Bitcoin. And um, see you guys in later. Thanks. Thanks a lot, everybody. Pound that freaking like button. And yeah, shirts like this, you, it's custom. Salt Girl might be linked to below. You can get other shirts. This is like my favorite freaking shirt right now. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.